What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. I'm back. I know I thought it was going to be like another day before I was able to record, but luckily I'm able to get this in before we head into the week. So we're going to recap the week, just talking about the Bulls' last two games. We saw some good things. We saw some signs. We got a few things to analyze with this team and the rotations. We're going to get into all, to that and much more right after this. All right, Bulls fans. Um, it's me. It's your host, Hayes, a.k.a. CJ, a.k.a. the Bearded Be Bulls fan. Bearded Bulls fan. Yeah, I said that right, right? So uh, what's going on? Um, everyone, as I said, I wasn't going to be able to do any after game reactions or anything just due to uh, scheduling with the holiday and everything. But I'm here a day earlier than what I thought I was going to be able to come back um, to break down the Bulls last two games. So what we want to talk about with this is specifically in the Orlando game, the Bulls came back and they got back to a lot of the things that we knew that they needed to do. A lot of the things that I talked about in my last game review, talking about the lack of ball, ball movement, them going to isolation ball a little bit too much, um, how that affected the energy of the team and everything else. They really came out and they did what they should have done um, against a team that is a much worse team than they are, right? Wendell Carter, as I predicted, came out, had a pretty good night, but that that really didn't impact the game overall. The game was handedly won by the Bulls. Um, they won every single quarter in that game, even coming back in the third quarter. Now, um, it, you know, we, we talked about it in the last video, the Bulls, you know, that, that third quarter uh, showing to be a concern. Um, none of that happened in this game. This was the game that you want to see from the Chicago Bulls. Like I said, against much lesser competition, they came out, they knew what they had to do. They blew them out the water. This game wasn't in question. We got to even see some a lot of the bench uh, more than what we usually get to see just because of the nature of how this game went. Um, and that's really it. I don't want to really overanalyze this one too much because this is what this is what the Bulls should have been doing, right? This is what they should have done against Houston. This is what they, not to this degree, they should have won against the Pacers. Like I said, even if that game ended up being closer down, down the stretch, that's fine. But the Bulls came out and they played the way that a playoff team against a non-playoff team should come out and play. They, they are clearly a better team, and they played with that. Kobe White with a big impact off the bench. And this is what you want to see from Kobe. He's going to have games like this, right? Kobe is going to have games where he looks unstoppable. 9 of 11 from the field, 2 for 4 from um, three-pointer in this game, 20 points overall, had a plus minus of plus 39. This is, this is again, against lesser competition, but also the efficiency, the way, the way in which he shot the ball. That's what you want to see from Kobe White. That's how he can almost transform this bench into a solid bench, a good defensive bench, to a bench that is just because the ball plays more open in that case. And while it didn't really go to any more points for anyone else, that's what you want. This is why what Kobe's role can be on this team. Now, we'll talk about what, how that changed the next game against the Miami Heat over that overall. But this was a good game from the Chicago Bulls. Now, getting into the game against the Miami Heat, the Bulls lost this game, um, but they didn't lose by, uh, by a huge margin. Right. They lost by three points in this game. And this was a game that felt like a playoff game. Everything about this game felt like a playoff atmosphere, the way that they played. And the Bulls aren't going to win every game. Like I said before, I'm not one of those Bulls fans that expect the Bulls to win every single game. It's not going to happen. But you want to see them play tough. You want to see them play hard. Again, in this game, that issue with third quarters did not rear its head in this game. They actually won the third quarter by, by five points. So this is something that I'm going to try to watch closely. So the way that this one broke down, Miami won the second quarter. Bulls won the, the second and third quarters, and then they lost the fourth quarter by five points. Not a good game, uh, a good shooting game or night from, from Zach Levine as well. A lot of those things can change if that goes. This is the type of thing that you want to see from a team against another playoff team 
You want it, it, it helps measure and show where you are. They were in this game like they were at the beginning of the season in every single game down the stretch, and they could have won this game. They did not, but the Bulls played hard. They played together. The ball moved a little bit more freely, not as, as good as in that Orlando game, but that makes sense because it wasn't as good competition. Also, like I said, Zach Levine's shot not falling. Um, Lonzo Ball not shooting the best either. And then uh, Caruso with 22 points off the bench, which I believe is his biggest scoring night as a Bull. Um, but not only the points, he had six assists as well as one steal, uh, two turnovers from him, no personal fouls. Kobe White in this one, 0 for 5 from three-pointer. Um, still had a, a positive plus-minus of plus four, but only scored four points in the game. But the thing that, that we're starting to see now with this is that Kobe White seems to st is starting to be prioritized over Io Desumu. Now, one thing that I have been saying is that I thought that the minutes are going to fluctuate according to what's needed, right? If you need more offense, if you need more shooting, if you need more spacing, or if you need uh, Io, who's a better defender to be out there, who can still knock down an open shot. But if you need the focus on defense, I do expect Io to be prioritized sometimes over Kobe White. But what we're seeing is it's trending towards Kobe White getting more minutes. And for a lot of the people coming into the season, asking that question of well, where's Kobe going to get minutes? Kobe is obviously the one who's going to be traded. All I'm saying is, is by the look of it, and now the argument could be made that maybe he's getting more minutes to show what he has so he can, his trade value and stock can go up. I don't think that's the case, personally. If you disagree, let me know down below. Also, let me know what you think about Kobe White getting more minutes over Ayo Desumu, because we know that Ayo has fans on this team, um, in this, in, I'm sorry, in this uh, fandom, and that there are people who want to see him get those minutes over Kobe White. But overall, this game, not a great game, not a bad game. It was a playoff atmosphere game, meaning that it was all about who was going to go on the run, who was going to have the lead down the stretch, who was going to seal this game. It was, this is the game, this is what the Bulls want to do with games. This is, they want to make it tight. They want to make it uh, feel hard-felt, and they want to make it ugly. That's what defensive teams do. They didn't come out on the winning end of this one. We got a, a great night from... Um, Kyle Lowry in this game, who hasn't played up into his standards, he's only averaging 12.3 points um, and 7.4 assists with a PER of 14 over the course of the season so far. But with that being said, you, you it, it, it was it was a it was a good night for him. Um, last 10 games from Kyle Lowry, he's averaging 14.6 points, 7.3 assists. Um, so you know he's he's playing solid, right? And this may be what people expect from him coming into a team that's that's a much better team. They have better players around them. Tyler Hero was out this game, but they had a big a big player step step up off the bench that really was able to to give you a lot of what um what uh, Tyler Hero would have been able to, especially with that shooting fifty percent from three pointer from uh from Vincent. So, but this was a game that was like I said, I enjoyed watching this game. Um, it was good to see Jimmy Butler not have a big night either, right? Only eighteen points. And in a game like this, right? And th and you guys may disagree, but it, if the Bulls are able to make a game like this more often, right? Where the, the team's best player isn't playing up to, to, to the level that he usually does. And they try, they try to make everyone else around that, that best player beat you. The bulls should be able to come out on top of their, come out on top of their able to do that. And they're hitting their shots on offense as well. Again, a lot of great things to take from this game for the, for the bulls. They didn't pull out the victory. So there's also things that we can critique it as well. Outside of that, a Zach has to play better in big games like this. Now, Zach, didn't have a terrible defensive night either, um, but you like to see him play better in this. Also, when Zach doesn't have a, a big name, you like to see somebody else step up. Caruso did off the bench this time, but I mean in that starting lineup. Vooch didn't have a great game. 
Um, uh, DeMar had his usual game. Lonzo had an okay shooting night, but not great at all. Well, shooting-wise, it wasn't good at all. Three for 11 from three-pointers, four for 12 overall. Again, what we're seeing, Lonzo, is that most of his points are coming from from beyond the three-point line. If he starts getting something consistently in the two-point range, it's really going to open up his game overall some. But again, like I said, a lot of positive things to take away from this game, but the Bulls got to play better. They got to learn how to win down the stretch in those tough games, which they were doing earlier in the season. So it leads us to believe that that they're going to turn this around and fix it. They're just not always going to be on the right side of it when it comes down to the the end of the game. It's just not going to happen for every team. But this was a good measuring stick game. This was a good game to show that the Bulls, that A, they responded well in the Orlando game. They played very well for the most part in this game. They didn't come out with the victory, but it is what it is. And so that was the two games that I missed and I haven't been able to recap so far. I also want to keep piggybacking off something that I want to watch and I'm going to watch closely. Like Billy Donovan, like I said before, I like Billy Donovan as a coach. I like what he brings. I like I like usually what he does with the team, especially when they're shooting, um, playing freely, not as much isolation ball. Those adjustments sometimes, sometimes I will say for me, it seems like the Bulls have a game plan and they stick to that game plan no matter what. Now you don't want to get thrown off completely off your game plan. But you want to see certain adjustments done, especially on the defensive end. It seems like the Bulls, when they're playing against a team, they come in with a game plan to stop the team's best player, which not, not stop, but slow down, which usually they do, right? More times than not, they have slowed down the team's best player. Um, I haven't seen like the averages of what you know their averages are usually versus when they play the Bulls, but it always seems like there's a bench player and almost one that's unexpected that shows up big and has a big shooting night against the Bulls, and they don't adjust well to that. They don't seem to be able to get off that game plan. Maybe it's that they are afraid that the other team's best player is going to get going. Uh, if they if they change their game plan too much, they probably think like, oh, there's no way a player like Vincent is going to keep this up going the whole game or uh, back to when we played Houston. Um, when house went off as well, but they, those type of adjustments is things are things that I want to see done better, especially when the bulls have been such a good defensive team. So let me know if you agree with that. Like, what do you think? Um, a, do you agree with my feelings on that? And a, what do you think is going to help the bulls fix that? Where it seems like a lot of like these role and bench players have big nights against us and go off and it really changes the outlook of, of certain games. But that was it for me, me catching up. I'll have a preview video up ne- uh, tomorrow morning as well before the game. And we'll get back on our normal schedule. I will also be scheduling. So if you're if you're subscribed to the channel, you want to go ahead and look at like my schedule because I'm going to go ahead and schedule all the live after show games that I'm going to be for probably the next couple of weeks. So you guys can know plan when I'm going to be going live after a game. Um, that way it's all there out in front. I'm going to get that out. And then I'll also do the community post where I can announce it. We got Charlotte coming in town. Um, no, we're actually going to Charlotte tomorrow on Monday. Um, Battle of the Ball Brothers. I am absolutely going to be live streaming after that game. So you definitely want to be tuned in for that one because I'm going to be live streaming after that game. We're going to talk about the Battle of the Ball Brothers as well as two teams that are really playing. I think what well, you know, we know with the national media, they didn't really consider the Bulls to be a contender, right? They didn't think that we would be playing at the level that we are, even though us as a fan and we did. But Charlotte also playing much better than I think a lot of people were giving them credit for. There's only one one game difference between us and Charlotte really we're three and eight they're they're, I mean sorry 13 and eight they're 13 and nine they play one more game against us so um it's going to be interesting to see this is a a playoff matchup that I hope we do see is Charlotte versus the Bulls I really want to see that matchup in the playoffs I know we're still early in the season it could completely change but those are my thoughts let me know down below 
how you felt about the last two games. How do you feel about Billy Donovan's coaching as well as I, w- I want to know what are some things you guys want from the live stream tomorrow? I re- really, it's really an open discussion uh, typically between me and whoever's viewing. Um, we really, I, I let you guys, I, I started off with my, my feelings on the game that we're recapping after that. It's all your guys' comments and we do a kind of a Q and a thing. Um, if you guys want to see me, possibly open it up to some people coming on live as well to give their opinions, anything. We can do everything. One thing I haven't been doing as a good job about is making sure I plug the voicemail. If you want your voicemail, your opinion played on the show, you can leave that voicemail at 773-270-2799. So make sure, again, 773-270-2799. I would love to hear from you guys. You can call or text that number. So I'll be on the lookout for that. But otherwise, like I liked it in every video on. Go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.